Hi, hello, how are you? My name is Elizabeth Dale and I'm a Cornish writer, blogger and sometimes podcaster who just loves local history and sharing it with you. And I am particularly proud of myself today because here I am recording my second podcast episode of this month. Woohoo! How did that happen? I'll tell you how it happened actually. My other half has gone away on a work trip for the weekend plus the fact it's been pouring with rain. So what am I going to do? I'm, I'm going to stay in and I'm going to record an episode for you. Now, I've been wanting to tell the story of the wreck of the Royal Anne and Pistol Meadow for quite some time now, but I just haven't really found the time or the inclination to do it. It's almost like it doesn't quite fit as a blog post because I don't have any images to go with it. And then the other day I was having a discussion with a friend, random conversation as you do, about the various skeletons that have been emerging from the cliffs along the Cornish coast in the recent years. And the story of Pistol Meadow just came back into my mind while we were talking about it. And I thought, you know what, I really want to just revisit that story. And actually, I think it would be really good as a podcast episode. So that's what I decided to do. Now, you may or may not have seen the reports in the local media of these skeletons of shipwrecked sailors that have been um, appearing from the cliff face uh, along the coast of Cornwall in recent years. I mean, I'm sure it's happening actually in, in other places all along the coast. You know, coastal erosion is revealing these f- fresh pieces of cliff face. And of course, in the past, it was very common for bodies that have been found at sea or washed up on the beaches to just be buried near to where they were found wherever was convenient really and I believe that it was Reverend Hawker of Morwenstow who actually campaigned for the law to be changed and then after sort of 1808 they had to be given a Christian burial on consecrated ground but up until the law was changed really any bodies that um, came from the shipwrecks, and of course there were so many along the Cornish coast, they, they would very often be put into mass graves on the cliff tops. And occasionally, um, I'm thinking of the one that's at Low Bar, there would be monuments put there to, to mark where these graves were, but very often there were no markers whatsoever. And that kind of leads us to the story of Pistol Meadow. So not far from Lizard Point, if you're walking along the coastal path in the direction of Kynance Cove, you'll sort of come down into this little valley, you cross over a small stream, and then without even really noticing it, you're in a little field, and that field is known as Pistol Meadow. Some spellings, it's with an I, so Pistil Meadow. Uh, Mostly you see it as Pistol, I think. Anyway, according to local legend, 200 sailors were buried in this place and how they came to be there and why this particular burial site is considered to be so haunted that no local will go there after dark is what we're going to be talking about in this episode. In October 1721, the naval ship the Royal Anne left Portsmouth. She was sailing to the Caribbean, loaded with wealthy passengers, including Lord Belhaven, the new governor of Barbados. 
The Royal Anne was a galley, a warship, heavily armed and powered by sail or by oars. And after her passengers um, had disembarked in Barbados, the plan was that she would take on the exciting job of hunting for pirates in the tropical waters of the Caribbean. And this is something that I believe she had done before. It was said that she was, quote, symbolic of the golden age of piracy. So the Royal Anne arrived in Falmouth on the 31st of October. It was her final stop before the long voyage across the Atlantic. She spent a few days there and then set sail again. And on the night of the 10th of November 1721, she sank just off Lizard Point after hitting a reef known as the Stags. It was said that her captain had miscalculated their position and had mistaken Lizard Point for Land's End with fatal consequences. The newspaper reports at the time said that 207 people had died, including Lord Belhaven, whose body had been identified by his diamond ring and some initials inside his clothing. There were only three survivors, but there was also some confusion over these survivors' names. The London Gazette named them as Thomas Goodall, who was the quartermaster, William James, a musician and able seaman, and Robert Wilson, also a seaman. But another newspaper said that they were actually George Horne, William Godfrey, and Thomas Lawrence, a cabin boy. Now, it's quite strange to have these contradictory reports, um, and I'm not quite sure which account is true. But what I will say is that there are more accounts of there being two men and a boy surviving. So maybe that was the case. But whoever they were, they miraculously managed to swim to safety and cling to a rock until they were rescued the next day. Of course, bodies started washing up almost immediately. And it was said that 200 of them were buried in a mass grave at Pistol Meadow. Besides the huge loss of life... The Navy was also anxious to try and retrieve some of the expensive guns that had gone down with this powerful galley. In December, the papers reported that, quote, several engineers and engines are ordered to be ready to go down to Falmouth in order soon after Christmas to endeavour to fish up the guns, etc., of the Royal Anne galley, her upper tier being all brass, end quote. And of course, brass cannons were extremely valuable. In January, the Stamford Mercury said that a ship called the Jolly Bachelor, great name, would be arriving uh, in Cornwall with, quote, a new invented diving engine to fish up upon the wreck of the Royal Anne, end quote. How successful they were with this salvage operation isn't clear. I couldn't really find any accounts of, of what happened after these diving engines arrived. But going back to just after the, the wreck itself, the Stamford Mercury reported, um, published a little article about the wreck, which I'm going to quote for you here. The Royal Anne was lost on the lizard last Thursday night. Lord Belhaven, Governor of Barbados, and all the crew except two men and one boy were drowned. All the effects were lost, and 
dead men come ashore daily, some in one place and some in others, as far westward as Porflevin. The country people run daily to catch what they can find, and if a man with jewels or money drive ashore, they bury him. If not, they let him drive with the tide. End quote. Now, it's not entirely clear here, um, but this report and some later stories seem to be implying that the bodies were being robbed of their valuables by the local people. Now, I can't say one way or another whether this was true or not, but what I will say, it sort of plays into that very popular myth of wreckers along the Cornish coast, which we know really just was not the case. So I'm going to take that with a bit of a big pinch of salt, to be honest. Now, it was then claimed that a great many bodies were buried at Pistol Meadow. And from that time on, local people considered the place to be haunted. It was said that ghostly figures had been seen there. And strangely, anyone passing through the field, whether they knew about the tragedy that had happened there or not, they would become frightened or depressed. And those stories, they were passed down through the generations. The Reverend C.A. Johns visited Pistol Meadow over a hundred years after the shipwreck in 1848 and he was told the same stories and he called it a gloomy place and wrote that of all the tales of shipwreck on the Lizard Coast, the tale of the Royal Anne was the saddest and the most often repeated. His telling though is... (laughs) a little far-fetched in places. According to him, there were some 700 people lost and the only survivors were two sailors who had been put in irons by the captain for trying to tell him that he was on the wrong course. Wilkie Collins came to the same meadow in 1850 and wrote about his experience in his book Rambles Beyond Railways. He claimed that he'd been told that 200 had been buried in Pistol Meadow in great pits with 10 or 20 bodies in each. And he wrote that the position of these pits was, quote, revealed by the low irregular mounds that checker the surface of the field, end quote. He also claimed that the name Pistol Meadow comes from a quantity of firearms that were found in the little cove below the field after the wreck of the Royal Anne. But this idea is almost certainly false. For a start off, there's no record of there being a number of pistols found on the beach. Um, But apart from that, there is a little stream that runs through the meadow that goes into a sort of a little waterfall as it drops over the cliff edge. And the word pistol in Cornish, if I'm pronouncing pronouncing it right, means water spout or waterfall. So it's almost certain in my mind that that is where the name pistol meadow comes from. But nice try, Mr. Collins. <laughs> anyway, like Reverend Johns, Collins wrote that local people regarded the field with, quote, awe and horror, and that they wouldn't go there after dark. Collins also related another really sad and kind of gory detail. Um, So if you've got a weak stomach, maybe, you know, skip forward a few seconds, Um, because Collins said that he had been told that 
as the dozens of bodies came ashore and, and littered the beaches, they, they couldn't be removed quick enough. There were just too many of them and that dogs uh, began eating the corpses. And in another version of this story, um, it was said that after the mass burial, packs of dogs were attracted to the field and began trying to dig up the bodies. Okay, moving swiftly on. (laughs) I have already mentioned that at the time of the wreck, the Navy was supposed to have tried to salvage the cannons from the ship. Well, Reverend Johns, he mentions that local fishermen in the early 1800s has spotted the wreck on the seabed and using water glasses, those are sort of like you get a sheet of glass in a little box and you push it down onto the surface of water, of the water, and it gives you like a clearer view of of what's underneath anyway john's said that these fishermen had spied cannon lying on the seabed and the wreck was rediscovered in 1991 and divers went down and brought up a quantity of gold coins they found jewelry and cutlery and two iron cannon but there's absolutely no mention of brass cannon so i'm guessing we can assume that the Navy must have been able to salvage them back in 1721 with their amazing new diving machine, (laughs) whatever it was called. Or maybe someone else came along after them and uh, sort of scarpered with those cannons. Who knows? I haven't actually been able to find any record of them being salvaged and I'm assuming that they're not still down there. Now, returning to the meadow itself... There has been some doubt over the years about the truth of this mass burial of 200 sailors. Um, I think a lot of it comes from the idea that the bodies were washing up all different places along the coast and that they perhaps would have just been buried where they washed up. But I think because the wreck, the site of the wreck, was so close to the cove below Pistol Meadow, there is the potential that a large number of bodies washed up at that particular spot and it was just easier to dig one big hole to put them in. But there have been doubts about the truth of it and the National Trust now own the field and in 2015 they decided to do a geophysical survey of it and this survey apparently showed evidence of, quote, a very large mass burial pit, end quote. But further excavations in 2017 found no human remains at all, which again raises the question about the truth of this tale. So basically, the mystery is going to continue. But one thing is for sure, for a very, very long time, people avoided going to Pistol Meadow. And there must have been a reason for that. So I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. I was thinking about it while I was recording it. I think that apart from episode 13, where I spoke about Thomas Proctor Ching, who was wrecked um, on the Torres Straits, I think this might be the only episode where I've actually talked about a shipwreck which is quite bizarre seeing as my my blog has numerous stories of shipwrecks on it. 
Um, so yeah, if you're looking for, for more of that, um, I wrote recently about a mysterious, um, quite bizarre shipwreck that happened at Mullion. Um, and there's the final voyage of the Cromdale. That's another really good story. And if you're looking for more ghost stories on the coast, ghosts on the coast, that rhymes, um, then I'll go to my blog post about Porth Tawan. There's some really, really spooky stories in that one as well. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this. And um, next time you're at Lizard Point, take a moment to walk a little bit along the coast and visit Pistol Meadow and see how you feel about that place. I have to say, uh, it does give me the shivers, but I don't know if that's because I've been <laughs> reading about all the ghost stories uh, related to it or not. So anyway, let me know what you think. And thank you so much for joining me again. And um, please just take a moment, if you can, to like and share and comment on this post. Um, recommend me to a friend, that kind of a thing. And if you feel so inclined, your support on Patreon would be so gratefully received. Um, and to all of you that are already supporting me, thank you, thank you so much. It really, really does help to keep me researching and keep me recording these episodes and yeah and and writing on my blog as well anyway enough wittering from me i will shut up now um enjoy the rest of your day thanks so much for listening and i will speak to you again soon bye